up Every Cuban link is at least a kilo Verses by the machine and the beat from Primo I do it for the streets when I release a single No, I'ma always keep it a C-note, honey The Mac in back of the charger My youngin' line you up clean, you ain't gotta go back to your barber They love me for the fact that I'm actually harder I probably sold crack to your mother and smack to your father Can't get to you, then we whacking your daughter Probably rap wearing the carpet, let her body go splash in a hog Yeah, smoking wax while I'm blasting the Carter I ain't never satisfied, so I have to go harder. Story on my life, every chapter I author. Keep, 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 yeah. keep, 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 and this is the Duke the Barber the series. You dig? Welcome. Sleeves over here. But right now we got a good brother. <laughs> Family. Over like 25 plus years, man. This proud to be in his establishment. You dig what I'm saying? Young entrepreneur. Good BJ over here. The Duke himself. You know what I'm saying? Good brother Stop as always in the cuts doing his thing. And you know who we got in the cuts over there. That ball, the ball sky retired all day long. Dread on the lens. And once again, we here to get it the fuck on. The ball's in the building. Let's get at it, man. But you know, before we get at it, we're going to do a little something different this time because we got our brother here. So we want to like touch base with him and give you a little background on him and what he brings to the table, man, and his journey to get here to the Duke the Barber. I mean, if, if for no other reason, now that we're knee-deep in COVID, there has to be a lot of wolfy motherfuckers watching this podcast. Period. And above all else, you got to be thinking, now that you've been waiting all this time, where can I go to get my very best, the sharpest haircut? Mm-hmm. There's only one answer, and you're welcome, because you're right here, and we're talking to us. So exactly. What more could you ask for? Toast to Billy Ray on that one. So, I mean, let's just kind of get started with the, with the prelim, because I know we all have our questions that we want to ask. Sure. Um, I remember you, and I'm sure I speak for the group. We all went to high school together, people behind the curtain, and, and BJ, like everybody had a, you know, a talent that they thought that they were good in questionable whether or not they were the best or not, but it was like no question that BJ was the best artist in our school. Like, Period. I don't even know who the two could yeah, even be. I can't even remember. Like, it's not even, it's not even funny. Like, everybody else just kind of drew for the sport of it, but right. you can tell that he's going to be a professional with his hands. Exactly. Right. This is it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's in a different way. Yeah. So, you want somebody to draw your initials? Exactly. Right. Yeah. This was a cheat code. This was a cheat code right here. You know what I'm saying? He'll do it. So at what point through your art did you know it would transition to being a barber? Oh man, great question. Um, so I tried my hand at many different things. I consider myself to be a serial entrepreneur and uh, jack of all trades and, and uh, master of none of it. But <laughs> a little bit about a lot. Right, exactly. But. Um, it, it really, the catalyst for me to step over to the barbering industry was was, was basically blank canvases, you know, like an immediate gratification. 
So everybody comes in, they sit in a chair, they're a blank canvas. I get to be creative, I get to make people happy, I get to talk shit and just cut hair like all day. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, do designs, I get to paint people's hair, I get to meet all kinds of people, I get to travel the world, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, uh, just do what I love to do. Yeah, which is just be a creative individual. Feel better uh, about the way they look, the way they feel, and uh, you know, just spread spread my, uh, my, my my social gifts. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, do you have any celebrity clients? Yeah. <laughs> um. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have celebrity clients. Um. Let's see. The biggest client that I've ever had was Ed Sheeran. Mm. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, yeah. It's not yeah. It, it, it was just really random. Um, one day I get a phone That's call. Huge. Yeah, I, I get a phone call, and it's because I, I uh, had just done a docu series called The American Barber, where I worked with a guy named Kyan Douglas, and he was uh, one of the original cast members on Queer Eye uh, for a Straight Guy. Okay. And uh, I, I worked with him on this on this docu series. And it, it never, it never took, uh, took off. It, it never made it to network because the sponsor uh, or, or the, the producer of it, um, the executive producer didn't, didn't fund it properly. Gotcha. But it never took off. But it hit YouTube like crazy, mm -hmm. and we got a lot of fanfare from that. And I got a phone call one day, um, minding my own business. I get a phone call um, from a guy, and he's like, "Yeah, hi." Is William there? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I would like to schedule an appointment to get a haircut. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Are you coming into the shop or am I coming to you? Because I, I do travel, um, I do pop-ups and, and uh, house calls and everything for high-profile clientele. And uh, he's like, uh, no, no, no. I, I need you to come to me. And I was like, all right, bet. Where am I going? It's like Lincoln Financial Field. <laughs> like. Who is this? <laughs> it's like I'm Ed. Halftime show or no, man. It was a sold out concert. For right. him? Yeah, for him. Like, like, yeah, straight up sold out concert. Headline. Yeah. Yeah. At financial field. At financial field. Yeah. So I'm like, who is this? And he's like, it's Ed. Me, Ed. I'm Ed. I'm like, Ed, who? He's like, Ed Sheeran. I'm like, all right, Ed. I'll, I'll put you in the book. I'll meet you because I had no clue who he was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At the time. At that time. And, um, you know, I was like, all right, yeah, sure, I'll go there. And, dude, when I got there, the security measures were insane. Mm. Like, I had to get my, pretty much my ass checked like, wow. to, to get there. Like, I, I had to beat off, like, <laughs> layers and layers of goblin hordes of tween girls to get in there, man. Like, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, who is he? So when I meet him, you're the motherfucker from Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's in the Game of Thrones. You the Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, my I watched Game of Thrones. I went up top thing. What was it? What was it? What was the actor? He was sitting. Yeah. Some shit I remember. Yeah. So it was one episode. Yeah. And he was singing. So I get to him and I'm like, oh crap. I'm like. Dang, all right, I'm sorry, dude. I had no clue who you were. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's all right, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. 
So um, I get to working on them, and it's like the hardest, the easiest haircut and beard service to do. He likes to look like he doesn't get a haircut. And I'm like, so what would you call me for? Cut it like a wolf. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gotta be. Yeah, you gotta go on your back on that shit. But yeah, the rapport was there. You know, he's a lovely guy. You know, he really liked me. So you know, now now uh, every time he's you know in this vicinity, um, I travel out and give him the non haircut, non shave. That's okay, what you're used to it now. You get what I'm saying? Got him down. Then he gives him the head. Give him the head. Exactly. Oh, you want the head? Shit. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So as far as like current star power, he, he's the biggest guy. You know, but I, I've done some of the Sixers. I've, I've you know. Bernard B. Hop, you know, mm -hmm. he, he's, he's graceless with his presence quite a few times. No head, no head. Yeah. He, no head. <laughs> right. All right, smooth. <laughs> right, and he's, he's a lovely guy. Mm -hmm. um, we get radio personalities, some of the flyers come in, some of the Phillies come in. Like, I, I really honestly never really know who anybody is until. Oh, yeah. That's the so, beauty of that yeah. door. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they sit in here, everyone's an equal, you know, they, they just bless it up. Just like everybody else. And to that point, like, other than Game of Thrones, if I was like on the radio and the Ed Sheeran song came, I wouldn't know what the hell. I wouldn't even know. Like, yeah, no, yeah. You asked me to name three songs, I couldn't name you no. one. One. So, You're like, oh, yeah, I've heard it before. You know, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I know the name because he's yeah. a huge celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so I know the music. Sense for me to shove them down and liquidate, 
you know, consolidating exactly. my, yeah. my, my yeah. funds. I mean, we're, we're in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those Boy Scout kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to prepare for the worst. Mm -hmm. You come back the best. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like uh, you gotta hunker down, and and uh, you know you gotta weigh your 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 opportunity risks. Mm -hmm. You know, that's I mean, if the world opens back up, mm -hmm. you'll still be a dope ass bar. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. And, and, and I can effortlessly rebuild. Exactly. Effortlessly rebuild. Yeah. sense to just fall yeah. back while the world is sort itself the fuck out, whatever that means. Yeah. And as long as you're still able to keep the one, the house it been in terms of maintaining employees. So that's the hard part. It's yeah. always hard to maintain employees. <laughs> it's a revolving door. It's a revolving door. Um, Is that just the barber industry? It's just the barber industry as, 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 as a whole. Um, you know. How long was your longest tenured employee? I want to say the longest tenured employee lasted about three years. Okay. How long have you been in business? I've been in business over 11 years. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, started, I started the Duke in 2009. Mm -hmm. uh, I was one of the first businesses at the Piazza. They didn't even know I was black on. They just knew it was a bar yeah. shop. They, they just knew it was a two chair shop with a bar in it and we were giving beers and haircuts. That's, that's all they knew. Mm -hmm. And we killed it. <laughs> and now everybody's giving beers and haircuts. <laughs> set a good standard, you know, for, for, for luxury within within the trade, I think. And, um, Definitely we, did, though. Yeah, you know, we treated people the way they needed to be treated. We didn't make them wait, you know. We always, you know, catered to, to them. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if you ever walk into a new barbershop, and I've done this quite a few times, you don't know your, your, your nose from your ass. Like, you're just like, damn, who's going to cut me? Nobody's looking at me. Like, what do I do? It can be intimidating. It yeah, can be intimidating. You yeah, have like yeah. eight barbers lined up. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, maybe, some like, button, maybe some of them are just sitting there eating Chinese food right. and nothing else to do. Who could right. cut you when they're actively looking away from you? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to bother them. Right. 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 You don't want to bother them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I came not I don't want them to do the job. You know, yeah. but um, but yeah, we, we never had that environment. You know, we were always welcoming, and we were always like, "Hey, all right, this is what you do. You set your your, your appointment. You know, we, we, we time slotted so that you know we don't let the barbers handle it at all. We, we time slotted, let the reception pit handle it, mm -hmm. and then it's just like a name call at that point. Like, right. Right. Let me ask you this: so like you were saying, right? You got barbers with different personalities and all that. Mm -hmm. They're all. Artists They're all bad shit crazy. Cool. I'm bad shit crazy. How do you so, manage that? How do you manage these people? You don't. You, don't <laughs> you, you really don't manage it. You know what I mean? You you basically you just let it. <laughs> no, you create a system, right, and let it work itself out. Right. Like, like you know, like I treat my shop like a business, not shop. You, you know what I mean? It's a shop. It feels like a shop. It looks like a shop. You know, but I'm I'm a businessman too, so I had to I had to combine the two, and and uh, I treat it like it's a business. So every barber gets a manual, so they know what they can and cannot do. You know, um, the receptionist knows her job, the barbers know their job. They can come and go as they want. They make their own schedules. You know, we, we schedule a month out. They can book online. They can follow. You know, clients can follow them through Instagram, whatever whatever they want. 
you know, so it's, it's a really interesting, you know, kind of dynamic because if you go to other barbershops, man, they're, they're like overly competing with each other, um, you know, they can't call each other's clients, you never know what you're really going to get, you know, you'll get great conversations and rapport in there, you know, but that's the environment, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, the business part though, they, a lot of them fit miserably. So like, when you get these new barbers, I'm assuming since this is a business, mm -hmm. you've got your own business plan. Yes. Is there like a, a train? Yeah, we onboard. Yeah, we onboard. So um, they learn the services that we do. I keep it very simple. Like you do haircuts, okay, that's what you're going to do. You're going to do haircuts, you do shaves, okay, you do shaves. Okay, you do beer work, oh yeah, great, yeah. Okay, you do beer work, you know what I mean? Like we keep it very simple. Um, we don't even do shape ups. We do just haircuts. Oh, really? Yeah, shape Fresh today, and which is fine. Yeah, you know, yeah, that starts with you know, 
the next time they come, it might be for a reason or a special occasion. And if it's just being fresh today, I'm sure that he probably whispered in your ear, some dumb shit gonna happen to you today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you been doing, baby. You been doing. You been doing, baby. You know what I'm saying? You been doing. Come on, man. Don't let me in any way. Don't have to get a tag. The fuck you whispering in my ear, man? Oh, man. Oh, man. You guys. No, that's facts, man. You know what I'm saying? It's been a good go, man. You know, I'm still in business. I'm very grateful for it. Um, because of that, though, uh, like yeah, that's real. Exactly, that's yeah, why it's just because, because of what you bring and how you look at it. So, post COVID, has the the, the shop has business been steady yet? Like, yeah, we've been consistent. I mean, we we've taken hits, man. You know, like this used to be a four chair uh, shop, and now it's a three chair shop. Because of COVID. Because um, of COVID. Uh, my, my overhead has gotten a little bit heftier um, because of, you know, uh, PPE requirements, uh, uh, sterilization requirements, disinfection, yeah. you know, yeah. all that. Yeah. You know, we, we fall within the guidelines of the state board. So the, those motherfuckers come around and check you out. Um, oh, especially up. Here, right, my right. Yeah. 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 Here, have you been at like yeah. Royal Army? Oh, yeah. like, they don't care. Right. No, no, we can be all right here with like new They boys. here every Tuesday at yeah. 3 o'clock. Yeah. Hi, William. Hi. <laughs> yeah. You got any more that, uh, Johnny Walker? Yeah. 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 We're going to do an inspection. But back right. to locations, and you know, this is a business. Mm -hmm. What made you choose Chestnut Hill? The Hill. Uh, okay, so being a serial entrepreneur, um, before I got back into barbering, um, you guys know I used to work for Rockefeller Records and then Jam and did design work and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But when I joined, so, yes, yeah, yeah, college dropout. Yeah, work uh, Now, with, with um, which you guys probably don't know is that I opened up an art gallery before I got back in the bar. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. Please touch on that. The eccentric mind of PJ. So, you know, I, I, I always had my foot here in Philly, but I had, you know, a lot of my body up in New York. Gotcha. And um, I, was, I was definitely influenced by the art scene up there. It, it's actually a really good, lucrative business to be in. Mm -hmm. So I came back here, sort of in a New York state of mind, and, and opened up an art gallery with a few fellas and, and uh, quickly realized that that was not a good business to be in here. <laughs> Um, where we do appreciate art, um, we ain't buying it. We're not buying it, it you know, unless it's published and, uh, and mass produced and, and quite frankly, uh, affordable. People, you got yeah, you're just not gonna buy it. They don't see the investment in it. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that, uh, uh, you know, we, we don't know what things are worth, but fuck. You're looking at lines on a piece of paper, you ain't going to think that's like, you know, 50, 50 grand, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that was short-lived. So, I had my, my mind started going, and I started looking at different areas and different businesses that I could put myself in. Um, so, I tried my hand at insurance, annuities, stocks, bonds, you know, all that stuff. But the creative urge was still there, and I started scouting different areas. And what I realized here in Chestnut Hill is that there's a shitload of salons with <laughs> no fucking barbershop. <laughs> like the two old dudes who were here, um, Frank and Angelo, in this area, they held it down until their untimely deaths, and there was a void. And um, uh, I immediately jumped on it. 
uh, I, I saw my chance and I, and I jumped on it because this is like basically the blue bloods of Philadelphia, you know, it's nothing but, you know, decision makers and, and, and money up here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'd like to have a business there. Mm -hmm. um, so, why the hell not? Why the hell not, right? You know, so I started in the Piazza, and again, with, with no deliveries. No barbershops there. Mm -hmm. No barbershops there. The beginning. Right, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. in the beginning, right. And uh, I was one of, like I said, one of the first businesses in there. Period. And uh, yeah, set a good standard, and it was the catalyst for this. And then with Rittenhouse, I was just like foaming at the mouth to be there because of oh, Rittenhouse. Oh, Rittenhouse. Oh, yeah, it's, it's prestige. You yeah. know, like, oh, exactly. you're there. Like, I'm there. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. you know, my business is in uh, Rittenhouse. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Next. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Still draw. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I still do. I, I have journals now. I, I got about 12 volumes <laughs> of artwork. Um, not released. I just sit on it, you know, every now and again I'll do like a painting or, or some some sort of like uh, uh, written journal piece and I collaborate the art with it, you know. You know, I'm, I'm an old school graffiti artist, so I'm too old to hop fences now, so <laughs> I'm not going to be out there break, breaking my fucking head. Like, you know. It's so different in the morning. Yeah, and the wife don't like it when I smell like Subway, so I'm not going down there, you know. So, yeah, I just, I just basically book blast and I work on canvas now. And, and I do, like, private commission work. Um, I, I still get graphic jobs every now and again if I'm, if I'm inspired, you know. <laughs> some stuff but um, but yeah you know this is this is my my main focus you know mm -hmm. serving serving the public and, and just being a community uh, community outreach kind of guy you yeah, know okay. so this this satisfies the artistic itch yeah yeah it really does man you know just just today I did like this this crazy ass color job on a young lady she she went from like pitch black to like platinum blonde and I did line work in there and I got the free-handed, you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, it was, it was really fun and, you know, I know I get to do it again in three weeks, so, yeah, yeah, right. it's like, yeah. yeah. What I didn't know, mm -hmm. I'm hoping this is accurate, you're yeah. fifth generation I'm barber? fifth generation barber. So, yeah. as soon as black people got free, it was like, we leaving this fall in the So, <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys can tell or not. <laughs> Actually, it's a, she, 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 she's going to be like, yeah, 
My, my wife actually got me back in the barber. Really? Like, nice. Yeah, yeah, keep it funky, guys, man. After, 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 the, after the art gallery failed, I, I, I was a little depressed. And she was like, you know, they're chopping heads. You're always cutting hair now. Like, you're always cutting hair. You cut your brother's hair, you cut your friend's hair. Like, like you're always cutting hair. Like, why, why don't you go do that? And I was like, all right. And I did. Yo, so wait, no, 
gets up out of the chair, right? Yeah. Walks out. Yeah. Doesn't pay for the haircut. I mean, I was happy he was gone. Yeah. But then he sends his wife back in to clean up.
do you notice them with an artistic gift? Yeah, my daughter is quite the artist, actually. Um, she, she's she's uh, adopted painting, um, so she, she does acrylics and oils, and like she, she plays the cello. Like she, she's really into the art art scene, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, so so I've influenced her in that way. My, my son, he's he's more of athletic kind of guy, so he he, he really loves the martial arts. So he's in there doing shit that I can't even do. <laughs> yeah, and he's only six, so yeah, he's he's gonna be a dangerous guy when he grows up. Um, he loves football, and uh, we're gonna try and get him in that once you know. Mm -hmm. once he, yeah, do all that. Yeah, I know. But does jiu-jitsu make you a better barber? Does being a barber make you a better jiu-jitsu practitioner? Um, I think martial arts have made me a better person overall, period. You know, I mean, you get a certain restraint with life. <laughs> you know, like, like you know, there's, there's patience, respect, uh, honor, and it, you know, like all these virtues that you get from it and you can apply it to your everyday life. You know what I mean? So, so I'm not very frazzled with, with shit per se. Yeah. Don't put your hands on it. Mm -hmm. That's a mistake. <laughs> other than yeah. that, other than that, I mean, you know, it, it, it's definitely helped me be a good barber. You know, like I'm, 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 my core is strong. You know, I can stand on my feet all day. You know, like I can, yeah. <laughs> Giving me a family outside of my family, you know what I mean? Like I can travel the world and train in, in many different schools. I'm a part of a tag team, BJJU. That's our fight team, and uh, we, we, we wreck shit basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 intense, you know. But I'm um, so. I like how you keep making it clear that I'm not to be fucked with. <laughs> <laughs> not to be fucked with. If there were that, that's me. If you take anything away from this, I will cut this out. But if you touch my shoulders, I commission art. Dopest painting on my shoulders. But you touch my drink, but touch my shoulders. Yes. It's a wrap. I'm gonna look at. I'm just gonna look at. This will be the one. I'm gonna pour more in here. I'll take my flip flops off. Yes. It's a wrap. Yeah. We can start sizing this feet up. You know what I'm saying? Start sizing this joints up. This is it. Like no. He just be talking to you, taking them off slowly. So. So that's yeah. basically what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy up everything. Okay. Anything and everything that I can. Yeah. And, uh, you know, promote more black businesses, um, you know, build more, more, more infrastructure for our people. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the vibe I'm on. Any particular area you got in mind if you want to buy up? Because I know, like, for me, 
That's a say you shouldn't tell. Shit. Oh, no, 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 not like that. I'm saying like this. Don't don't get the money money. I'm just saying like for the for the simple fact of like you know holding on to th different things like areas um, and things. You know? I mean, there's there. Honestly, it's it's feast or famine right now, yeah. and I mean it everything really is. is available. So yeah. I mean, if you see it and you like it and get it makes it. sense, get it. Yeah. You know, and sit on it if you can, mm -hmm. or if you you know if you're into like. Uh, rentals and stuff like that. Well, this is the time to rent it out, Airbnb. Yeah. Yep. And being yep. yeah. all day long. Get in on that, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, basically my, my, my thing is to survive this um, and, and invest in my kids' future, you know. Mm -hmm. get, get properties, you know, and, uh, and invest in my people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's my goal. Yeah, networking with like-minded individuals and much less Black Wall Street Philadelphia. <laughs> Salute to that, man. And that's it, man. Get money. You know what I'm saying? Keep yeah, it in absolutely. prosperity. We're trying to bring prosperity back to the hood like Bump J. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure everybody else is thinking this, but I don't know how much longer we're going to go. I just want to make sure that you can get every necessary plug to the, the masses so that they know every mode of communication or a way to reach out and come get the dopest haircut in the exactly. world fuck Philadelphia exactly. and everything else. Exactly. This to the world right now, man. Yeah. Do the ball to the world, baby. Yeah, so, I mean, if you guys want haircuts, uh, go to the website, www.dukebarbercone.com and uh, hit up your boy Will. That's, that's all there is to it, man. I'm, I'm approachable. My email's on there, so if you have inquiries or or guidance needed or anything like that, I'm, I'm your guy, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. Let Let's me ask you, I got one question I want to ask you here. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. If your life depended on one perfect haircut, yes. what's your go-to style? What can you cut flawlessly every time? Damn man, with your eyes closed. With my eyes Obi-Wan. Because mm. you've been in over 20-some years now. Yes. So it's Obi-Wan stack. I'm honestly cutting any hair with my eyes closed at this point. Talk to him! <laughs> Talk to him, B! It doesn't matter. Like, Say it with yeah. your chest, man! I mean, I'm not, not to toot my own horn, but <laughs> I have the ability to uh, cut any grade of hair, any style you want. Um, I can do a clean fade, I can skin fade, I can wave it up, I can curl it up, I can take it off. I can what was that um, that YouTube documentary you saw? Yeah, the, the, the American, American Barber. The American Barber? Yeah, the American Barber docu-series. Yeah. I'm making a note so I can watch yeah, that. I'll, I'll send you guys the uh, information on it. Okay, it, it, okay. it should still be on YouTube. It, it was multiple uh, episodes and I traveled around with these guys. Uh, and, and there's some pretty interesting shots around the country, man. Like, there's this one in Miami where they cut you in lingerie. I mean, I didn't know that. that was like a code violation or something. But yeah. Say what? Yeah, it's a women-only barber shop. Like, okay. like there, there's only women in the barber shop, and they cut you in lingerie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Body pain. Ah, uh, yeah, I just do yeah. that. <laughs> That was a good job. That was a really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. And that's that, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many moons ago, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's funny that, uh, he was just saying, like, yeah, you know, I'm an open book. I remember the one, probably not the one time, but the last time we played poker, like, he consistent. I'm not going to bluff, so <laughs> you'll know what I have, but 
you know, I'm still like, you probably probably coming like second and third out of like ten people still too. Even though you kept it real the whole time. I think you can still be me, you motherfuckers. But yeah. what's really real though? Mmm. Uh. <laughs> Podcast Wars, Duke Barber Co., Build a Barber, Fifth Generation Barber, yes. nominated Best Shave, Best Barber, Philly Magazine, worked with Braun Shavers, Master of Jiu Jitsu. Salute! Salute! <laughs> Salute your shit you ain't never heard of. Master Chief! Take over. Peace out. You know what I'm saying? I do this for fun. <laughs>